Welcome to this episode of the For the Kingdom, Not the Brand podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to be, uh, uh, I'm going to be going over navigating attraction biblically. And in the world of Christian dating terminology, I probably just said the dirty A word. Um, I made that up for uh, dramatic effect, but I think you get the idea. In our attempt to redeem the extra biblical concept of dating, as in uh, the concept of dating isn't necessarily found found in the Bible, maybe courtship is, um, we may end up throwing out the concept of attraction as just another aspect of the worldly notions of what dating is supposed to be about. I would argue that in this purposeful or accidental action of throwing out attraction, we miss out on something beautiful about a gospel romance and courtship. And I think we also miss out on learning about and applying a biblical wisdom that benefits us, maybe even our children down the line should, a Lord, uh, should the Lord allow us to marry and raise little disciples. And um, there is a somewhat humorous uh, remark that, uh, that Pastor Kosti Hinn made in a message during a dating conference at Mission Bible Church in Costa Mesa, California. He said something along the lines of how God didn't design romance and attraction in a way that every time we roll over in the marriage bed and look at our spouse, we will have to go, eh, I'll, le- eh, I'll learn to love her slash him. Anyway, I rest my case. As I was preparing to write this, as I was preparing to write this uh, episode, I changed uh, the titles twice. Although the core concept, I think, remained the same. Uh, using the term uh, "gospel riz" in a title seemed a little too tongue-in-cheek, and the other and the other title I had in mind that I now forgot really made it sound like I'm 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 just another one of the dating uh, gurus in the Christian world. I'm not. Okay, I'm I'm just a single reformed Baptist who has never been in an official dating uh, relationship, and yet I've had to navigate attraction more times than I can count, and well, frankly, more times than I would ever care to admit. And I don't want read or sorry, I don't want listeners to think that I begrudge God for allowing me to go through those situations, since I think through those situations, God has given me wisdom and discernment in this area that I can share for the benefit of my brothers and sisters in Christ. And I think the first major thing I need to do in terms of the main content for this episode is to bring um, the, the, the definition of what is attraction. So humor, a former psychology major, as I try to give an operational definition for what attraction is, in the biblical basis to to define the concept of attraction i need to address both the negative and positive properties of biblical attraction hopefully without sounding too uh, dorky i will say that first in the negative uh, property attraction is not lust but it is a little more complicated than just a four or it's a little it's a little bit more complicated than than just that four word statement i would be c- I would be committing spiritual malpractice if I blamed all lust on another individual's physical beauty since each person is only guilty of the sins that they commit. 
Um, having a physical beauty in any aspect is a gift from God and should not be shunned. However, we fall we fall into sin with physical beauty when we ascribe to the immodest mindset of if you flaunt it, uh, got it, flaunt it, and or let our hearts commit adultery with another person that we see. See Matthew chapter five verses twenty seven through twenty eight. Attraction is in the positive uh, property. Um, it is a biblical desire for intimacy in the marriage covenant and the desire to act in self-sacrificial love. In an article from the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, uh, Pastor Sean Perrin of FBC Jacksonville really expounds upon the difference between the worldly definition of attraction, i.e. lust, and, and also biblical attraction. He says, on the other hand, the Bible provides a flourishing framework that accounts both for sexual appeal and an authentic moral category of love. The quote-unquote laws of attraction assessment allows one law. The law of self-pleasure, self-preservation, and self-gratification. Only the law of God can demonstrate that the greatest and most fulfilling pleasure available to man is through self-sacrifice. Attraction is not, releg- is not relegated to merely a result of physiological instincts and urges. It can be a, a result of genuine care and selfless love. And so, um, it would be... F- and so, um, the the... The last section that I want to bring into this podcast episode is how do we discern attraction? And it would be foolish for us to jump headlong into reality whenever we feel attracted to uh, someone of the opposite sex. And I unfortunately have many stories of doing so when I was younger. Um, As Christians, we can properly discern our feelings of attraction with both the negative and, and positive properties mentioned earlier. And in the discernment process, the the Christian can both appreciate the beauty. Note that I did not say sensuality of the person of the opposite sex they are attracted to while recognizing the reality of the aging process. See Proverbs 31 verse 30. They may also see if the other person is truly exuberating godliness in their life rather than charm or just charisma. And really, what the Christian should do next is based on if they're in the right, if they're in the proper place, to start the courtship process unto the marriage covenant. Please remember that we do not enter romantic relationships just to hang out with another person of the opposite sex or to have arbitrary needs met, but we do it to love self-sacrificially. And that is the end of the episode. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.